Hey, hey, hey guys. Welcome back to another episode of Sip with Joy. Come on in. Happy Monday. It always feels like the end of the week when I do these episodes, but it is Monday, so welcome back to Sip with Joy, a show about a girl, her wine, and her feelings, and I am that girl. I am your host, Joy M. Hutton, serial entrepreneur and lover of food and wine, of course. Hey, Robin. Hey, Tiffany. Ting. All right, so today, guys, I am drinking a Pinotage, all right? And you all have heard me speak of this wine before. It is from South Africa, and I can't wait to talk to you all about this on the sip of the day. It is my absolute favorite wine, so Pinotage, so write that down. My dad was like, we need to see the names of the wines. So here you go, Pinotage, right there. (laughs) So um, can't wait to talk about this. This is one of my favorite wines from South Africa, so I'm going to go ahead and take a sip. All right, so yes, so welcome back again. Today's topic is why would I stop? And the reason why I chose this topic today is because I saw a post from Young Miami, she's a rapper saw a post maybe last month and she said I'm really having a mental breakdown right now haven't slept in days like I'm tired AF and don't feel like I'm doing it she said I don't feel like doing nothing today my energy is off so I want to talk about both sides of that like when should we stop you know and should we stop like why would we stop like why would I stop song by Big Sean because sometimes it's like why would I I want to keep going and doing my thing but it there are two sides of that definitely and we'll we'll get into both so um I want to talk about, so I'm an entrepreneur, so I I say that I talk a lot about entrepreneurship um, with you guys on here. Hey, Lizzo! And um, I talk a lot about entrepreneurship, and I started this journey six years ago. And really for me, when I became an entrepreneur, it was kind of born out of a need to just get out of corporate America because I was fed up. I felt like I was being put in a box, and I'm a little bit of a rebel in the workplace y'all I don't I don't like to follow all the rules you know I just if people just allow me to do my job then I'm good you know so I just want people to leave me alone so it was hard for me to be in a traditional workplace because I felt like I was being put in a box which I do not like being put in a box and I felt like I also wasn't being challenged I was one of those little kids like in the classroom that was done with a work early and then want to talk to everybody else and disrupt everybody else <laughs> that was me <laughs> that child that's me so but I really I felt like I was being I wasn't being challenged and still today like I'm always constantly thinking of ways of being more innovative in my business and how I can be more creative that that's just the way my brain works I have the left and right side technical and analytical Um, but yeah so in thinking about entrepreneurship when I started my business I mean, I was going non-stop. You know, people are like, team no sleep. That's what you got to do as an entrepreneur. Now, sometimes I feel like, yes, you know, when you are growing your business, there are some nights where you will work t- 
tirelessly and you know you, you'll pull some all-nighters but that shouldn't be the norm because your body will respond to that and I know you know my doctor here should be like yeah you sit your butt down you know constantly going and going and going to the point where you experience burnout and work for me I know has been a coping mechanism like to just kind of push through different things that have gone on in my life and then there are times where I couldn't work because I was just stagnant like my body just shut down and you know I was experiencing depression when my sister passed and going through a divorce like I was just like I can't do anything and sometimes you get to that point where you're just like I don't feel like getting up today and there are moments where I've had that happen shoot I still have those days I ain't gonna sit up here and lie to y'all I still have those days where I'm like you know what I'm tapped out and my body responds to that anybody's body responds to that so it's listening to your body and knowing when you should stop because I know I push myself to the limits I mean it was so bad and this was kind of a wake-up call for me even though I still be going 100 miles an hour but it was a really it was a a real wake up call when I sat back and reflected on what I was actually doing after my sister had passed the day before her service I was responding to emails for a client matter of fact the day after she passed, I was on a call with a with a potential client about submitting a proposal. But for me, in that moment, it was a it was a defense mechanism because I my mind was just gone. And so we do things like that when we experience trauma, wh- whether it's a breakup, whether it's a loss or whatever. Like when I was going through my divorce, I responded way differently. When I lost my sister, I wanted to bury myself in work because that was my way of kind of hiding out and not facing people um but with my divorce I just kind of shut down because it was just it was taxing on my body going through that that tumultuous um situation so um yeah I mean and so we yeah escapism right exactly so um and robin said we have to rest and restore we absolutely do so work is an escape for me but at the same time i am learning slowly but surely how to take things off my plate because um you know my friends and lydia's in the chat she makes fun of me all the time like so joy when you gonna take some off you know and i'm like i did and she's like but you just added something else but i also like i'm a i'm like a a a thirst trap for knowledge I like learning like y'all see all these books behind me I am an avid reader and I love just taking it all in and which is why I know so much random information but you know again learning when to listen to your body and then another thing I've spoken about too is being a giver you know you have to know when to put yourself first like that is something else I'm guilty of you know putting other people first and just giving 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 of myself even when I was grieving early on in my grief process I'm still showing up for everybody else and then again when I look back on that I'm like you know what was I doing why was I still showing up in that way for other people one it's because I care Um, but I had to learn 
that I needed to set boundaries because I wasn't doing that. I was just still showing up for people, even though I was like dying on the inside. You know, I'm grieving and I'm still showing up for other people. Um, Lydia said, if you're special needs, just say that. You know, I am a little special, you know, but that makes you special needs too because, you know, birds of a feather flock together. <laughs> so, you know, so I think that it's important to, um, you know, definitely be honest about where you are with certain friendships and relationships even because we be out here just tapping ourselves out. So, um, you know, taking a step back because a lot of times we're just going, going, going and just giving of ourselves and we are shorting ourselves. We get the, the short end of the stick. Um, you know, relationship hopping, you know, I talked briefly about this too, you know, just not stopping, just going from one person to the next. Now it's like, if you're dating, fine. Now, if it was a long-term dating situation and you bouncing from one person to the next, then it's like, you got to take a step back. And again, take that time to heal from that situation because we just going, going, going and not taking the time that we need for ourselves okay and then some of us are just a, a glutton for punishment we just don't know when to stop putting ourselves in certain situations hey alicia uh tiffany said it's easier to help others in their stuff than to deal with our own stuff i definitely do this and had to learn to set a very clear boundary absolutely you know and i had to do the same thing because i took a step back and there were friendships that i had had for a very long time and my eyes were open to the fact that joy you doing too much you know and then when you do finally decide decide to step back sometimes people are not okay with that and they respond negatively but it's like either we're going to be friends or we're not like you are either on this growth journey this this journey of evolution with me or not because i'm not the same person that i was two years ago i'm not the same person i was six months ago like i'm constantly evolving and recognizing what's good for joy and that is what we all have to do um yeah so we yeah we we gotta we gotta set those boundaries because otherwise we're we always are mad at the end of the day we're like wait why did i do that why why did i exhaust all my energy and my time on people and then it's like what did i get out of it now sometimes there's it, that can be a double-edged sword because sometimes i say what did i get out of it but i had to like for example with my marriage when i'm like okay i poured into this man and you know we never get credit you know with men like for for who they are today it's like we become the enemy but i had to look back and say okay what did i get out of it and there were a lot of lessons i gained and i gained my freedom you know get got my freedom papers you know so i gained that but there were other lessons that i learned too and there were also things that i learned about myself and i rem i'll never forget when i was going through my divorce and i read something that says i'll never i'll never out what did it say it said i'll never regret um loving you or having you in my life because at the time you were what i needed and at the time that person really might have been what you needed because would you have been the person that you are today without that person you know raising hell in your life would you be the person you are today you know the lessons that you've learned how you've grown how you've evolved 
there are reasons, you know, and, you know, people say, well, you know, uh, there's a reason for everything, even though I am on the fence about that. But it's like, OK, what was the reason? Then? You know, and you have to do some soul searching and some self-reflection to figure out what those reasons were, why that person was in your life. Uh, let's see. Elsie's. Hey, Elsie. I have learned to not stress myself with certain people. They may think I'm acting new. But I don't care. Exactly. Like, that's something they got to deal with inside. That is not for me to resolve. Uh, Tiffany, she said, I gave up a 30-year friendship because the scale was unbalanced. And I didn't get the support from that person during the time my father passed away. It was another death for me. Wow. Yeah. And I, you know, Tiffany, I learned a lot about people, too, when I was going uh, and still, you know, still going through um, my grieving process with my sister. I really saw how people were responding and it's like really okay I've showed up for all these people and not a single peep you know you want to text me about the show but you don't want to text me about my sister so that was really hard for me because especially when you know like I was mentioning earlier you're a giver and you've given and given and supported people throughout all the things that they are going through and then when you need people to show up you know, they're nowhere to be found or they'll just do their due diligence like so sorry, you know, so sorry for your loss, condolences, whatever. And then you don't hear from these people like this is my life now. This is my new reality. And granted, that's not that person's. But at the same time, if you're a friend, I need you to check on me, you know, check on me six months later, check on me a year from now, you know. Um, but it's just grief is tough, man. And grief is tough for not just death it is tough when you're going through a relationship when you are you lost a job like those are life major life transitions and when you have people it's not necessarily that I want you to understand everything that I'm going through but have some empathy but like my dad always tells me, everybody's not like you, Joyce. You can't people. You can't expect people to respond to things the way you would. Ex the way you would respond. And so I had to realize that. And so I'm like, sometimes I don't. I try not to take things personally because I'm like, that's them. It's not me. It's them. <laughs> so. Um, and let's see. Hey, Linda. I'm so tired of all the fake folks. Yes. Uh, Tiffany said, when I have been up all night with friends, exactly. Elsie said, when my mom passed last year, I really learned a lot about my friends of 30 plus years that did not show up at all. It Exactly. Exactly. You really, when you go through a tough situation, you really see who your friends are. And, you know, yeah, I learned a lot about people and I'm like, wow, okay. Well, thank you for showing me who you really are because I am going on this journey as, as Joy M. Hutton and you're either going to be with me or you're not. But it's interesting. And I've had people turn around when they're going through situations, when they've lost someone. Then all of a sudden, you know, now I know how you feel. Really? But why did you have to experience that? Why did you have to experience that, you know, or divorce, you know, like, oh, I see how you feel now, really. But you didn't have to fully understand it to be there for me, to be present for me, you know. So <laughs> you got to like people, people are something else. Uh, people are something else. Um, 
So I, I am constantly learning about people. And a lot of these lessons have been really painful because I am not that person. I am not that friend. I, and so I try to show up for people how I want people to show up for me. But it's not always reciprocated. Um, so, you know, what what can you do? It is just, you know, you have to make peace with it and know that that person is in a different box in your life, you know? So take a drink to that. Yeah. Yeah, right. Lydia said that's where the cutoff starts. Right. Uh, Tiffany said, thank God we are wiser God made me look at look to him. Yes, because we be sometimes we be looking to the wrong people, you know, <laughs> and and people giving bad advice. I saw something from this therapist today and she said, stop telling people when they are going through a bad situation that it's going to get better. It's going to be all right. It's you don't want to hear that when you're going through or it could be worse, could it? Because I don't really want to hear that right now. How about you say, you know, I don't understand, but I'm here for you. However I can, however I can serve you as a friend, a mate, whatever. But people always want to, you know, turn the situation around. I don't want to hear your positivity right now. Let me have my moment. Let me sit in my dungeon and deal with what I got to deal with. But, you know, it's it, we're just not taught to say the right things and I don't know why that is because we should be we should be teaching our children how to respond to situations like that what to say in a situation when someone is going through a hard time and hell as adults we need to be learning what to say because I know that especially in death you just you don't know what to say and sometimes it's best not to say anything and let that person open up to you because it is very sensitive and that person is in a very fragile space in a breakup you don't want to hurt girl you gonna find somebody you don't want to hear that just listen let that person talk you know and if that person says that, that, that they have hope that they're optimistic then that's then it's fine to be in that space with them. But I think a lot of the times we're always trying to, <laughs> you said a dungeon, what, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you just want to sulk in your, 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 your space, you know. <laughs> uh, toxic positivity. Ooh, yes, Jules. Yes, toxic positivity. That's exactly what it is. Oh, they're in a better place right now. Don't tell me that. You know, you you be ready to cut somebody sometimes when they when they when they giving you the toxic positivity. I don't want to hear that. And so I try not to do that either. I try to just listen and if there's an opening where someone wants to wants my opinion on something, then I'll give it. But a lot of the times I think too we're always trying to offer solutions or just fill space. Sometimes the space doesn't need to be filled. Sometimes we just need to listen. So um Anyway, so I think, you know, in terms of like stopping, it's stopping and listening, stopping and valuing yourself, stopping when your body is tired, like all of that, like, yes, why would I stop? We're going to get to that in a second. But also you do need to stop at times, you know, um, and Marcy said, yes, dungeon cave. I had to sit. Thank goodness my husband guarded the entrance. Ooh, yes. Speak, Marcy. But yes, like we be in a sunken place sometimes. We all know we've all been there in some capacity. If it's not death, it's been relationships or job loss or whatever. You know, 
we have all experienced some level of darkness before and and sometimes you just want to sit in it and that also gives you a moment to reflect on it as well because sometimes i'll be like okay uh, you know, like I said, sometimes I'm just like, I'm going to busy myself with this. But sometimes you do have to sit in it. My therapist was telling me, you know, when my sister passed, have you allowed yourself to feel? And you really do, even as painful as it is, because you just you don't want to feel that level of hurt. You have to let yourself feel what you're feeling so it's not bottled up inside because that will eat you alive and you don't want that. So sometimes I have random outbursts. I'll be fine, ready to get on a Zoom call at 11 o'clock and just had an outburst at 10.55, you know, but I had to let it out, you know, because then if I'm sitting on a Zoom call like, oh, God, I got to go, you know, let it out, you know, and I mean, I've been... I mean, unfortunately, I've been out to in the public and it just hits me, but you can't control it sometimes. Even though we want to want to put on a strong face, sometimes you just can't. And I think there's a misconception about strength and women, black women, especially black women and strength, you know, how we have to be strong for everybody. Well, I don't always want to be strong. Yes, I have a great deal of strength, but I don't always feel strong and I don't always want to be strong. Um, yes, I've been in all those places. Yes, Lizzle. Um, Robin said, when you don't know what to say, say nothing, just be there and listen. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, whew, going in, y'all, I had a lot to say, clearly. Um, okay, so for this, uh, what the sip today, I don't know if you all have heard about Santa Marin. She is the prime minister of Finland, and she was under fire for a night out with her friends on her own time. Now, she is the prime minister of Finland. She's not the prime minister of of London, of the UK. It's Finland. So I don't know if you guys heard about that, but people are like, she shouldn't be out dancing and drinking with her friends. Why? Why should she stop? She's on her own time. She's not on the government's time. And... I just feel like, again, we are put in a box so often. Now, if that was a man, nobody would care. Nobody would care what he's doing. We could give one of our former presidents who has been out there saying things about women's, you know, private parts and stuff, and he's still allowed to run the country. But she's out on a night with her friends, and she's under fire for that. So it's interesting to see the reactions to that because... A lot of people are like, let her be that. Like, she's human. She's showing a human side of her. So, um, right. Linda said, why not? Again, folks need to mind their business. Exactly. Mind your business. She on her own time. So, she's supposed to stay locked up in her house? Are you just not supposed to do anything? And, you know... I've I've had conversations with people about this because even from with me being on the show and people are people want to put you in a box like you're supposed to be this way and this way. Yes, I'm sophisticated. I'm a lady. I'm classy, but I can also turn up with the best of them, you know, and I should be allowed to do that. But, you know, sometimes people put you in a box and they don't want they're, they're like she's a government official. So what you think these people are doing behind closed doors? They're doing worse than what she was doing. So I personally don't see a problem with it. Exactly. This double standard, Sharon. Exactly. It's a double standard because if that was a man, no one would care. So 
I stand with Santa Marin, okay? Because I'm like, do you, you know, no, she she was dancing. <laughs> what is the crime? And even if she had a couple of drinks, she grown. She's not underage. She's grown and it is on her time. So, um, exactly. She's human. And not only that, it's not affecting how she runs that country at all. Like, people are like, she's a great prime minister. She's strong on these particular policies. Day and night. Those are two different lives, okay? Marcy said, those women living there better rise up and support her. It's about women living their life. Men hang with Jeffrey Epstein and nobody complained for years. Right. This is what I'm talking about. Like, people out here living their best life. Let, let them... Let them be great. She's doing her job. If it was affecting her job, then I would say, okay, now she out there doing cocaine. Now, okay, that's a different story. But she was out having a, a girl's night. You know, there should be no crime in that. All right. So I'm going to open up the lines. If anybody wants to call. Let's see. LC said, we all have some leaders who have done much worse than that. Exactly. That's what I said. Our former president was a whole mess. So don't even get me started. Um, so, yeah. 713-396-0277. If anyone wants to give a call. Uh, wait a second. Drink my wine. Yes. There have definitely been presidents that have done worse than that. Mm-hmm. I love Pinotage, y'all. Okay, so if we don't have any calls, I'll get to the questions from the viewers today. I say y'all had some questions. <laughs> he still is a mess. <laughs> he really is. Okay, um, this is funny. So someone asked, do I drink wine every day? You know, I used to, but I, I calmed down. And, you know, I drink socially now and on Mondays with us, Sip With Joy. But I don't drink wine every day. I used to have a glass. I was on my real Olivia Pope style uh, nights. Um, but I do not drink wine every day. Uh, someone asked, do I want children? I do. Um, we'll see what these four-year-old eggs say um, in two years or one. We'll see. I do want children, though. I feel like I answered that question before, but yes. Um... <laughs> He said, calm down. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, where do you shop? You know, I like to shop at little random boutiques online so that I don't see uh, so that I don't see people wearing the same clothes as me. I'm real particular about how I dress, but I like ASOS. I like Nasty Gal. Um, those are two of my favorite places to shop. And then, like I said, I find random boutiques. Um, that I shop at online. I can't even, I, I don't even like style weed, but it takes like a long time to get your clothes. So if you want your clothes like tomorrow, and then I find little, little, you know, cute things on Amazon too. Y'all don't sleep on Amazon now. The fashions are on Amazon. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Do you think you can be friends with an ex? <laughs> That's a good question. You know, I really, I think so. I mean, I am friends with, with some ex-boyfriends. And, I mean, obviously you have to put boundaries in place. But I think you can be friends with an ex. And, I mean, you all can chime in on that. But I now, if you are in a relationship, 
you definitely have to put some boundaries in place. And your that person that you're with has to know about that that person from the beginning because you can't be sneaking around talking to that person it's like okay how cool are y'all because like i'm not talking to these guys all the time we talk every once in a while we not hanging out like that so it, it's boundaries again setting boundaries but i know some people are like no you shouldn't be friends with your ex I mean, if it was a friendship from the beginning, like there's a one of my ex-boyfriends, we were friends before we got together. So it's kind of like that's an unbreakable bond. Um, and we ended well, too. So we're still friends, but I talk to him like once a year. Um, okay. It, exactly, Marcy. Define the expectations first. And then the last question. I know you're an advocate of therapy. How often do you go? Whew, that's a good question because, yeah, I do. I, I am an advocate for the therapy, y'all. So, um, you know, I think, well, okay, I'll put it this way. So when I was going through my divorce, I was going like weekly and then twice a month and then once a month. And then I would just go when I felt like I needed just, I call it maintenance a little checkup um and then now you know and then I had to do the same thing when uh, my sister passed I was going weekly and then twice a week and now now I'm down to like every other month I just go when I feel like I need a little check-in but I have daily practices that I do as well to keep myself grounded so uh yeah I am a huge advocate of therapy all right, y'all. So in closing, we need to listen to our intuition, our bodies, and know our value because we often know our limitations but continue to push ourselves anyway. So don't push yourself when you know you need to sit down somewhere. A sit down, as my grandmother would say. And then, guys, speaking of sit down somewhere, next week is the season finale, but... Because I'm holding myself accountable to you guys and to myself. I'm going to give you a date of when I'm returning. So the season finale is next week. I'm taking September off because that's going to be a pretty heavy month for me. And um, I'm coming back October 3rd. Okay? Because I know y'all going to be like, when y'all coming? When you coming back? So I'm coming back at the beginning of October. Going to take a little breaky break. Um, because why would I stop? You know, we need to stop. You know? Um, so, uh, we need to take those breaks. So I'm going to take a little break and I will be back October 3rd, but next week is the season finale. So I'll see you guys next week at seven and don't forget to keep sending me more questions. I love y'all and I'll see you next week.